0: Hey guys, we're back with Janet Fitzgerald and Eliza Cohen, who will be releasing their podcast, Witch and Famous, very soon. If you don't know Janet, she's the director of instructor training for Soul Cycle and a senior master instructor. But right now, we want to get into something on Janet's episode. She ended with not another morsel. <laughs> and we want to know what that's all about. Bevan has some questions for you, and we want to get in some body image.
1: So, we've spoken about this a lot. We both have an idea of perfection, I think, that we have tried to uphold our entire life.
0: It's tiring.
1: It's exhausting. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> so tired. My question is this Was there a moment in your life when you first became aware of the social impact of your physical appearance?
0: I think it was my entire life, still to this day. Like, if my brother. Calls my mom and says, Hey, mom, what's going on? She goes, Oh, I saw your niece Lindsay. And oh, how was she? Oh, she looks so thin and beautiful. Actually, mom, that's not what I asked. I asked, How's Lindsay? <laughs> so from the moment I can remember, it was really about what we looked
1: like. There's always comments.
0: Yes, it mattered what you looked like in my family. I never finished a meal without my mom handing me a tube of lipstick. It was all about what you weighed. It was like how you looked. It was about image. Yeah. In Missouri, you know, in the 60s and 70s, you didn't go to therapy unless you were a real whack job. Like something was wrong with that family. Oh, they have a therapist, you know? And now we all have a therapist. Like yeah. you have a teeth cleaning. It was you know, a sign like, of dysfunction as yo, opposed to now, which big is time. like, it's a sign of like, you got your shit big together. Time. Everyone yep. talks about their therapy sessions yeah. aloud. Yeah. 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 So it was really just all about what you look like.
1: And for you... You've expressed to me, you felt highs and lows and times in your life where you felt great about yourself and you don't feel great about yourself. What do you do now to stay centered Mm. and focus on what's really important? How do you keep the blinders on and say, I'm experiencing something now. I may not feel my best, but I'm going to show up.
0: It really is due to a healthy amount of denial. (laughs) It's just the truth, Bevan. Yeah. Tell me the truth. I'm just telling you the truth. Yes. So so here's the thing. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of like Law of Attraction and Abraham. No. Or anything like that. Oh, you have. Oh. So Esther Hicks channels this entity called Abraham. You can watch it all over YouTube. She does seminars all over the world. Like it's a thing. And it's all about law of attraction. And they've written many books, her and her husband, who what is, is now law passed. Of law of attraction? Law of oh attraction. I thought
1: you were saying lava. I was no, like, what's la- lava attraction? Oh my god law I love Law
0: of attraction. Lava is a new plant-based <laughs> yogurt that I just recently <laughs> way, came. It what about It's it? so delicious. <laughs> it is. I have a bunch of it in my fridge, but that's not what we're talking about. So listen. Because my whole family have based everything on what you look like, and I had an abusive home that I grew up in. So that all mixed together into some horrible cocktail made me also hyper aware of what I look like all the time. And if you weren't looking good, then that meant you weren't good. You failed. You failed. And so when I was around oh, I don't know, I think it was a couple years ago and um, my neck dropped below my chin in such a fantastic way and I was like, I'm sorry, whose neck is living under my chin? It was the first time that didn't really also have to do with like weight fluctuation, but I was like, this is a fascinating thing that's happening here and like I was a beauty pageant queen and I'm used to like sort of basing my self-esteem on what I look like. I fell into deep depression mixed with menopause, which no one ever wants to talk about because that's like the flower falling off the vine. You know what I mean? So women don't want to talk about it. It's a bad thing. It's like you're old now. You're washed up. You're, you know, whatever. I was in, I think, Boston or Chicago. I remember being really depressed and like trying to do some training there for SoulCycle. And I got up one morning and I had to put my playlist together and go to uplift other people. And I did my prayers and my meditation as I always do to get ready to go and hold space for others. And I was so ultimately depressed. I didn't know what to do with myself. And I remembered in that moment, Abraham, Esther Hicks talks about law of attraction and the power of vibration. You've got to take responsibility for this because guess what? Before 9.30 a.m. we're not having neck surgery, okay? So you're going to have to figure out how to get yourself tuned up and out of this hotel room and to go teach these people from an authentic place and so i opened up my computer and i began to watch a few minutes of it and i was like that's right janet you're remembering you have the power to do this i could cry right now just thinking about it but sometimes we forget so i was like that's right okay i'm not going to get to where i want to be by focusing on what's making me unhappy right now so i've got to focus really hard on what is good Really hard. It's not easy, but we can do it. Mm-hmm. And then when I got back home, I went to what's that little store called Muji? Is that where mm-hmm. I buy all Mugi. my little love? Right? Yeah. And I went there and I bought all of the little um, oils called like smile, happy, chill. <laughs> like, chill, like mm-hmm. all of the high right I was looking for. And I did a meditation, and I swear to you, my soul and my spirit said, "Okay, we're gonna help you." You've got to keep putting these oils on that make you feel good when you smell them. You need to start ingesting high vibration foods, high vibration foods, good quality only foods. It didn't say anything about dieting. My intuition did not say anything about that. It said high quality foods, right? Good vibration and lots of water. And you've got to stay focused on what you like. If you like your hair, then you've got to stay focused on your hair. If you like your eyes, then you got to stay focused on your eyes, and you've got to swirl yourself in this particular direction because this other way is not working out for you. This so wasn't it was like, that long ago. Was it, it wasn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. year,
1: year, a year, about a year. Because I remember having the conversation because we were both going through something kind of similar.
0: Yeah, menopause almost took me down. Like it's it's no joke, and yeah. people don't talk about it. No, we don't talk about it. And I and one of the reasons why I went into like a deeper dive of the depression was my gynecologist put me on hormone replacement it made me suicidal I'm just gonna say it out loud yeah it yeah. was not okay for me and on that trip is when I stopped taking it and then I started going like okay I know what to do I have been involved in spirituality my whole life I've got to get myself together but I'm not kidding when part of that is about a healthy amount of denial because guess what we all are getting older that's just what happens I cannot believe sometimes when I think about that I agreed to this. (laughs) Yeah. I cannot believe that I agreed to coming to this planet and actually aging and this happening, but it did. So Lorna was a big one too. I called Lorna and I said, I am so depressed and I'm so upset about this aging thing and I can't handle the menopause and it's affecting my sex life. It's affecting everything, everything, my weight, my appearance, my everything I'm like I can't handle it no one can tell me the truth no one has any information for me no nobody's out there like helping women with this subject and she literally said well it sounds like to me that you have lost touch with your purpose
1: oof Mm-hmm.
0: And you know what? There was never a truer statement because now that Eliza and I are so involved in Witch and Famous and shooting this documentary and making our recipes and like creating our magical life, do I still have the same neck? Definitely. <laughs> but I'm so much happier.
1: And don't I'm like, think about it. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I 100% have struggled with a lot of this stuff, and I have moments where I 100% I know this. I know. If I'm focused on, is one eyebrow higher than the other, <laughs> which happened once for real, but that's right. a whole nother story. But, or if I've gained two to five pounds, and I know that sounds ridiculous, but I'm being really honest about it. it. But you also yeah, have a small I it. frame.
0: So like I can two feel to it. five is like, yeah.
1: I feel it and I see it You're and a I heifer. feel strange. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. But like all that stuff, when I start to focus on it, I, I always know that it's never about the weight yeah Mm -hmm. it's never about the feeling it's about something so much deeper but yet still i have to go through that like surface level emotion and eventually when everything just kind of sifts out i can i can finally look at what really is but i can't expedite the process No, no i
0: know it's really crazy and you
1: also are very vocal i mean we've been very
0: vocal about it with each other too. It's like having someone that you maybe holds you accountable or helps you, you know, you talk about maybe what you're eating or well that's how not another yeah. Mor- morsel yeah. happened. Because I said to Eliza, I go, "Well, we don't have time to go into her yeah. all eating disorder <laughs> and i'll put that in quotes but
1: it's not a real eating disorder it's no, not a real french eating fries. disorder she just thing.
0: like didn't eat anything and i'm such a foodie so when i first met her i'm like she only eats french fries and caesar salad literally Once maybe a day. An, an occasional potato chip for lunch and like a half of a cookie for breakfast or something like it literally she wasn't eating any food so i said i need to give up complex carbohydrates for a hot minute to like kind of spark up my metabolism. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make you do the same thing. <laughs> and I said, how about I pay you to like be my accountability coach kind of thing?
2: And I was like, no, no, you're not. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's you're ridiculous but I'm, I'll definitely, but I'll do it. Play this mm-hmm. experiment. I'll play
0: you. this little game with you. So I told her that she couldn't eat carbohydrates. Well, that was three quarters of her meal. So then I would what say was left? like seven eighths. Absolutely. So when I took that away from her, um, what happened was is it opened up this whole other world of food and she began to eat probably triple the amount of calories that you would eat in a normal day and get thinner and thinner every day, which and I want to punch her in the face <laughs> for.
2: Well, and it fixed but my disordered thinking in a big way. Yeah. What I was stopped, your disordered thinking? Well, I was always really restrictive, like... It didn't. She a- she had to starve all day. It didn't to eat the occur to me night. that like I could just eat green things all day rather than just starve, starve, starve. To eat eat one French thing. fries. So I never let my body feel hungry or all the things. And it's like I hadn't eaten lunch since I was like seven or eight. So I was like bringing lunch back this year. <laughs> We've remixed lunch. <laughs> Remix. It's like wow. 2019. Lunch is back. Yeah. Well, so breakfast. It, we're working on breakfast. Okay.
0: Well, I feed her protein shakes yeah. and stuff. Well, here, here's what's funny about it. Everyone's always coming up to me, going like, "Can you please tell Eliza to eat?" I'm like, "She's eating doesn't me out stop. of house and she home. Does. She doesn't. <laughs> I can't afford to feed her anymore. Like, I, I don't honestly, stop. she doesn't stop eating, I'm but robinous. it's all like really beautiful, high density nutrients, foods
2: that I'd never that I've never touched before, like squash and
0: artichokes i made you an artichoke yesterday
2: tangerines all kinds of things i still won't eat oranges the point is is
0: that i need to give up carbs and so i made her do the same thing and what happened was is that helped create a healthier lifestyle for me but then not another morsel thing is because i told her we both eat so well all day long i know we're the opposite bevin opposite opposite but i eat so well all day long and at night is when I fall into the trap of, and it it could not even be bad food. It could be like hummus and peppers and plain eating lava, bad
1: food after yogurt, ours.
0: and like who ne- No one has a sponsor with them, by the way. But <laughs> it could be anything. The point was, is it was cal- unnecessary calories after a certain time of night. So we made a pact. When we say not another morsel. That means not another morsel. And she would leave the house and then I would be like, I can't eat anything else. And it gave me anxiety would- for a while. Oh, it did. Oh, yeah. oh like, yeah. We both had anxiety about it. And that's but why we worked we would through eat it in
2: the middle of the night because. Like, but we didn't have to resend not no, another morsel. No, but prior to. Yes. I would leave like dinners or engagements. I feel like, I don't know, I have anxiety moving from place to place. So I'd be like, it's all good. Like, you can have some kettle chips or like ice cream. Like, it was a reward on us. Yeah. And yeah, I some was some rice ma- cakes. Is exactly. What you mean. Yeah. Seaweed, all the things. Mm-hmm. It was a reward that I didn't need because I was so full off my French fries. So then it was like, oh, I, I can't break a promise to Janet. Yeah. yeah. So we started
0: to promise you had each an- other.
1: But you had anxiety about the promise.
0: Um, yeah. Once we say, not another morsel and she leaves the house, I'm anxiety ridden. What I, do you do? Um, I watch my Bold and the Beautiful.
2: Now we have our like animated And we have uh, animated emojis. emojis
0: that we send to each other. Like, you know, and we do our, our teeth brushing ceremony, like the brush, floss, and rinse ceremony. And we send pictures to each other. <laughs> and we do our best to just try to fall asleep, but it gives us anxiety. These
1: are super important things, though. This like pattern, repetition, yeah, self-love, self-care. And like, when
0: I get up in the morning, I feel so much better about myself. Oh, yeah. I know this awesome. really feels small it's and just weird. It's changing. No, but, but it's, it's game I do. changing. I feel like a better person in the morning and I have lost some weight and, um, Yeah. No, right now I'm not drinking and it's very hard for me. And normally I have that glass of wine, but I'm trying to get wedding ready and she knows it and she's trying to support me. You know, I know what affects my body. I know when I do drink, like I am puffed up. You get bloated. Oh, yeah. Not in my stomach, but in my uh, other areas. (laughs) I mean, I'm still probably the same weight. I don't have a scale, I don't weigh myself. I just know how the clothes fit for me. Mm -hmm. So. That's what I've been doing, and that's worked for me. But I'm from my background too. It's like it's always stuck in with me. I used to wear a belly band from gymnastics to school every single Mm. day. Because our stomachs had to be sucked in at all times. So just something that's ingrained in you. So yes, maybe that made me psychotic. That made me psychotic about weight over there too. You're not psychotic. We're all... all all I've definitely been accused of... We all care. I think it's my individual psyches. But yes, and I definitely probably care because I just know when I am a certain weight, I do feel... Yeah, like a certain feeling i do feel better about myself because it's not the weight no it's not the weight because even the first night that we looked at each other and we said not another morsel it's not like we lost weight that night no but i woke up feeling better yeah so it's about the effort and the discipline and the commitment that goes into it that really makes your self-esteem like
2: well it's like
1: when you say you do you're gonna do something and then you do it you always feel better yeah yeah
0: but it's, it's so hard to actually yeah. do it.
1: It's, but it's tiny choices and I think the ultimate thing is the more we can support each other along this journey in whatever way.
0: You need a buddy because like I could have told a therapist that I was going to do that and it wouldn't have mattered. Never yeah. happened. I think I, you need a really dear friend yeah. where you go like let's make a pact. Yeah. Here's I love some you. things we're going to promise. I'm
1: here for you.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Here's some things we're going to promise I'll drink and then like your I won't do it because I you care too much. Yeah. yeah,
1: and you c- wouldn't want to let her down. Mm-mm. Yeah. I understand yeah. that. That's awesome. Yeah, you guys are amazing. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for having us. us.